Yo, 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 it's the Good Life Podcast, the kickback, it's your boy, Good Life Russ, what's up everybody? Feels like we ain't did this in a while, I think we've been off for a couple weeks, y'all been watching the episodes, we been recording and streaming this whole year, so I'm glad y'all been tapping in, man, like I say every time, like this wouldn't be a show without y'all, so it's always love, thank y'all for coming through. I'm Good Life Russ. I go by that name on all social media handles. Make sure y'all follow me. You can find me in that Google, Amazon. I'm everywhere. We outside, man. Make sure y'all passing this information on. I may not be for you, you dig, but your grandma may fuck with my poetry. So send my shit along, you dig. Keep that message going. So we got, man, this guy's been on the show. I can't even count how many times. I can't even count how many events you've come to, how much you've supported, bro. Like, it's crazy that that we're here, you know what I mean, thinking about how things started. And it's a pleasure of mine to have you on the show every time you do, man. My guy, King Luce, in the building. What's up, brother? What's up, everybody? How you feeling, man? Because the people want to know what you've been up to. Since I think the last time you were here, we did the 420. We did. Actually, had we had to be 2020. No, 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 no. We had, we had another show after that. Did we? Three times. It's my third time. Okay. So I think the last the last like one we talked about it, it might have been a year ago. Or it was like earlier this year or like late last year. But we had we had, we, had, we had another one, trust me. I remember. So what you been but, uh, what you been up to in that time? Whew, man. Life been life, right? That's yeah. what we're gonna say like that. Where life has definitely been life in. Um well, as you can see, um, I've been traveling. I got a book out. Mm-hmm. I'm still the dip god, so you know I, I does this. So it's it's been great um, since the last time you know we had the show and everything. But mm-hmm. like especially traveling um, and just going to like so many different open mic shows in Philly, uh, primarily. So has been. So I don't know if you've ever explained this on here. What's what's the love for Philly? How'd you become a, a Philly boy? How'd you become an Eagle? How'd I become an Eagles fan? Yeah, like funny, funny fast. You fuck with Philly heavy, and I and I love that Philly, the city of brotherly love. I love that. So it I'm, is I'm a city of brotherly love. I'm curious. So if so, if people don't know, I mean, the people that fuck with me, or if people don't know, and my cousin can vouch for this, he's like my little brother. I got into sports late. Like, I growing up, I wasn't a sports fan whatsoever. I didn't watch no football, no basketball, no fucking anything. So in 2008, which was like right after I graduated high school, um, I was friends with face. I was friends on Facebook with this guy from Philly, whose name is Ron. So he works in like uh, works for like you know the criminal justice system and all that, like um, and all that shit. But just kind of like following his page. Of course, he's Philly everything. Yeah. It's Eagles, Flyers, like he's Philly everything. So him showing his passion for the Eagles, and then it's like you know what. If I really want to start getting into sports a little bit more, I should probably like pay attention to some of these things. And really, their color scheme stand that stood out. Midnight green. Uh-huh. Like, follow I think them. that's hard as fuck. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna follow them. And funny enough, is that 
later on down the line because he saw how much I grew to love my football team and everything. Uh-huh. He gave me the title of an honorary Philly boy. So I was like, oh, well, Lord. which is funny, though, because yeah. now it took me years to um, like we've been friends since that moment, actually, to say. So it's a little bit ten, over 10 years. Funny enough, I didn't meet him until like 2020, I think. It took a minute, but he's always been busy, you know, and everything. But we got to meet uh, for the first time face to face. It was pretty brief. I was like, man, you are what you say you are, bro. Like, you really are what you say you are. And, bro, he's tall as shit. Like, making me look short. <laughs> That's love, bro. Yeah. Like, you really you really enjoy it there. Like, like and, and, and outside, and, and that's the crazy thing, though, bro, it's like, outside of football, now that I start getting into poetry, yeah. because, man, nobody knew I was a poet. Yeah. This is innocent, you know, person dealing with anxiety, high depression, um, you know, even thought about convincing side, like I was pretty much the shell of like so much darkness and everything. So after overcoming that, going to Columbus State uh-huh. and seeing the fact that, okay, there's a lot more to life right now. Like we could really, we should be really like traveling and enjoying ourselves. So that's the reason why in 2015, uh, once I got my car, um, because I got my car in 2014, but 2015 is really the year I started kind of like getting my feet wet a little bit with traveling. Mm-hmm. So I, my very, very first Philly experience, and I'll never forget it. Like it was 2015. One of my bros actually came with me, so I didn't go by myself. Okay. So for it to be my first time like going to the city, I didn't go alone. And people think like, but now, yeah, I, I am going to travel alone. If y'all want to come with me, just let me know. But since it's that moment. Different- it's a different kind of trip when you go by yourself. Oh no, it's it's it's, it's bro, solo trips, driving down, you know, the, the mountains and the tunnels, like bro, every it's so relaxing. Yeah. Like yeah. solo trips are fucking relaxing. And you on your own time. That's what I like about solo trips. Exactly. You get to eat what you want to eat, see what you want to see, <laughs> and, like and rest as much as you want to rest. And I'm not restricted to any responsibilities. I mean, exactly. don't, don't get me wrong. Shout out to all the great fathers. You know, Father's Day is coming up tomorrow. But, you know, I'll, I'll be the, that great uncle with the plenty of nephews and nieces and all that. Like, cool. But, like, for me personally, like, getting this opportunity to, like, really you know, dive deep into really why I was meant to do this shit. Yeah. You know, Philly's like no other though. It really isn't. So Yeah, I love the food. I love the scenery. I like the people. I know a lot of people, you know, aren't used to that Philly, Jersey, New York type of, you know, aggression and type of person they are, but I love that shit. I love the energy. I oh. love that a person to tell you like, yo, that poem was ass, or they'll tell you like, yo, that was the best poem I ever heard. Like, I love that. I like that open and honesty, and I can feel a person being real with me. You dig what I'm saying? They're not just telling me what I want to hear. And I mean, and yeah, and like that's pretty much kind of like what I got off of it. I mean, I didn't start 
really learning about the actual creative scene in Philly until 2020, which was funny enough before the pandemic hit. Yeah, I went to the uh, open mic called Uptown Open Mic um, that was owned by um, two or this married couple, well, couple or whatnot, but still, shout out to them. Uh, Leon X and um, Slim Daddy Mel, like they were really like just the whole vibe that they put together, you know, for different creatives and everybody to come together. It was beautiful. Like there was like they had so many different rooms where you could hold events. You know, there was a whole basement, four twenty friendly. Like, and I met you know a few other cats um, at that time, which I've still stayed in contact with. Uh, since then. So, like, anytime I go to Philly and whatnot, I make sure to, um, you know, see if I can link up with them and whatnot. Now, mind you, you know, and a couple of them, they do, um, you know, music and all that, but they're both, you know, in their own little lane and shit. So, like, one of them, I actually, actually it was funny, both of them I actually linked up with on the last trip. Um, Word. Like, out of nowhere, though, and shit. Like, I saw them back in February because, like I said, I've been to Philly like four times already this year. And I'll talk about each of them separately. But, yeah, it's kind of like funny enough that since that moment in 2020 and now really late September, the minute I went to Voices of Power for the first time, that's literally that was the start of me now figuring out, oh, there's a lot to do in this city. So that's like, who you going to. Your that event for the first time. What what was what were you like? What was your anxiety like? What was your stress like? What was your confidence like? Whew. Great, great question. Okay. So I don't know if anybody notices, but I've performed four times now. And I've only been four times. So first time. It's, it's 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 pretty nerve wracking. Now, granted, from what I understood, because I did their third Tuesday show called the Poets Day, so they have it every third Tuesday, and then their main okay. is on first Saturdays. So, okay. but I think at the time they weren't recording footage. They usually do like for their main Saturday shows, but I think at the time there was no footage recorded. However, I did get one. I did find out one of my bros, uh, Yogi. Ended up recording the whole uh, performance and shit. So, oh, nice. I ain't gonna lie, it was it was nervous. I was like, oh man, <laughs> like y'all don't know who the fuck I am and shit. <laughs> like I know I know some I know I know some about y'all and shit. Like I'm, I'm you got to think I've met Deadly Pins, which you know that's a, which I'll talk about that later with the poets retreat. Like there's just it was just so much talent in that room and. Of course, at the time, they had the open mic list, so you pretty much had to be one of those first, like, 15 or 20. Yeah. On the list. And mind you, doors don't open till 7. People are lining up as early as, like, new. Like, it got that serious. That's how big Words and Power has grown. And they just celebrated uh, 12 years back in April, so... But now that's that they do... That's huge. Yeah, it... Bro, like, it's... Like, and just, like, every experience afterwards that I was able to, you know, be a part of, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, like, I'm telling you, once we get a group of us, 
like let, let's take over Philly too. Mm-hmm. But once they get to Detroit, like it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Like it's gonna be fucking phenomenal, bro. And like and shoot, like each performance I've been on, like fortunate enough to bless the stage and shit. Like I just be like thinking about mine, bruh. I wish some of my peoples was here. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'm by myself, mind you. The one I just did on June, there was actually another Ohio poet that was there, and I wasn't alone that night. Oh no! Nice. And he and he got to bless the stage. Um, it goes by spoken word mellow uh, from Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 went crazy. I was like, yeah, oh, even gotta make a trip to Cleveland for real. And since I gotta say, June twenty eighth, I got a show at Temple of Passions, which I'll be performing at. Um. I, I, there, I know there's still tickets for, um, you know, to be in the audience and whatnot. But I think, from what I understood, I guess it was like 20 slots. I happened to take the last one by luck, and I've always kind of wanted to perform for them. So, gave me, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. You've been doing big things, man, and I'm glad you pointed out, you know, the anxiety and the stress. And this is something that constantly doing these shows helps with but it doesn't cure it (laughs) i -hmm. still have shows where i gotta kind of like you know give myself a minute to really adjust to really get present and take in what's happening because your jitters just want to be all over the place you just want to you want to do this poem and do this one and (laughs) wear how your shirt look and you like fuck (laughs) Listen, listen like every every show i'm telling you like every open mic and get and like like the the love I've been shown going to these shows, like we can start back as February, right? So, of course I went down there the week. Yes, we should have won the Super Bowl. Fuck the Chiefs. That's all I'm going to say about that. But that like that whole week, I got to I went to the show on Thursday. They do it like every other Thursday. It's called Funky Verbs, Funky Words. Oh, not nice. It's 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 a it's a, it's a vibe, bro. <clears throat> like black, it was at a black-owned venue uh, called the Bayou uh, Jazz Lounge. So it was like an open mic, basically event. In order to sign up, you had to uh, reach out to the host, <clears throat> who's also a poet, an actress, host. Like she does a lot of things, but she's 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 pretty dope. She's she's definitely dope. I will say that. And fortunate enough, I went two other times. Right, I went for my birthday in March, which was March second. I came back and did their shit. And then <clears throat> out of nowhere, right? <laughs> so the week I left for, in June to do my tour, you know, my King Luce summer open mic tour, I saw that they were having it again. However, the venue changed. So it was at a whole different venue. It was it was pretty much at the uh their studio. Like Okay. So basically it was a it was a building that has like a bunch of different suites. Um, in North same people, just different venue. What's that? It was the same people, just different venue. Yeah, same people, just a whole different venue, but a different format changed too. Okay. So instead of it being like your normal open mic, I guess they had they still had the open mic portion. It was only for like maybe the first like hour or so, but then they were highlighting ten spotlight artists. They were going to do five poets and five musicians. So I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I'm going to buy this ticket 
And so, and so if I get to, you know, be the one of the first ones to sign up on the open mic, because I'm like, I don't even know what this format is about. It sounds dope. Yeah. It sounds fucking fire. Taking some chances. But and I'm then like, all of a sudden, they were like, oh, you're going to be one of the spotlight artists. I was like, what? <laughs> That's Excuse me? Who, who, who said I signed up for this? Okay, universe, man. Bro, the universe the universe. Right time. And and when I tell you the live band, oh my gosh! Like the drummer, the guitarist, like literally killed my whole set. Like we pretty much got to do, we pretty it's much got to do like with music though too. But I love a phenomenal live band. That shit is different experience. Oh, like like they like, they they like I did the struggle poem right. Yeah, I did the poem back in 2017. Yeah, because that's. That 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 became the catalyst as to why I should be doing what I'm doing right now. So plenty that seed. But that's how it goes your whole career. That's how we're gonna keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like of course. <laughs> and I had to, and then like when I heard just the drummer and the guitarist going in, I wanted to stop performing. I just wanted to listen to them. Like it was that good, bro. You be you you would just forget like wait a minute you performing and and they're playing music in the background like I love the music man because it's something I can like it's a line you can walk like yeah. if you just doing a poem with no acapella you out there by yourself mm-hmm. you gotta remember your steps when you got music you can just ride the beat for real exactly got to be on beat you just gotta flow your cadence gotta be with the I've been practicing doing some shit with like live bands because I want to do like a live album, poetry album. You feel me? But just like soft music playing in the background, but it's gonna be different type of poems. And I think that'll really catch the crowd because music just connects with your soul. I feel like poetry a lot connects with your heart or your brain. Music hits your soul. <laughs> you can feel that shit. Yeah, so I ain't never really <laughs> felt a poem like that. I felt a poem like I could empathize with it. You know what I mean? I could understand what they were feeling in this moment. But music, that shit takes me to a whole another place. So I feel like when we start mixing the poetry and the music, that's I mean, it's gonna be hard not to be a fan of the band, especially when they lit. It's mm-hmm. gonna be hard not to be in the audience like, on stage. <laughs> you feel me? Like yeah. And just you don't like hear this type of shit every day. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm gonna be breaking rock up with the beat, but I feel like that's the fun of poetry. Like it's you really mm-hmm. just out there having fun, you know what I mean? And I from my point of view, it would seem like you, you know, you enjoy this. I've seen you in a lot of different seasons of writing, you know, in different years that you've been writing. And the thing I see that's been growing the most is, is the confidence. You know what I mean? Especially even how you deliver your pieces. And that shit's every it's it's been amazing to watch, bro, for real. Yeah, I I I, I mean it's like it's like okay, so it's like this post, right? <laughs> and I got that out my my guy, the poet bull, who's the host of Voice of the Power, like the new host. Okay. Uh, but he had a post uh, which I, re- I reposted uh, like the other day, not too long ago. And I think he was finishing up like a, I think he had a feature, I want to say. It, it was some, something random, like, but it was just outside. 
And then he just pretty much recorded himself saying like, uh, and I really thought I was really mid out here. Like I wasn't that fire. Like I wasn't that gas. Like I wasn't that za. What? So it's like, okay. That's a reminder to myself. Either way, like it's a reminder to my actual self to be like, you know what? Can I stop doubting myself a little bit? Yeah. I mean, yes, we're still going to have it from time to time. I get that. But I still have my awkward moments a little bit, though. Like, I'm trying not to be, obviously, a rude or an asshole, especially if really, if people really, really actually fuck with my shit. So, Mm -hmm. giving me compliments and all that. So, like, I mean, I will say this though, like I've and also been working on my theatrics a little bit, you know, because like with performances and just watching other artists and how they use that to of course to enhance the poem one night. So I've been trying yeah. to at least work on that with some of my poems and everything. Um Yeah. I mean I still watch I still watch some of my videos, especially looking at the hand motions I'd be doing. Some of it, I think some of it is just natural, in a sense. And knowing oh, it be 100% natural, I swear, I'll be rehearsing that shit. I don't either, so if like... what feels right in the moment, I go with it, like, fuck it. Right. <laughs> but, like, but, like, but like, for example, with the struggle piece, right, because I'm talking about police brutality. The minute, <clears throat> minute I did the Philando Castile first one, where I talk about, you know, 15 years later, the struggle remains the same. Oh, this time, I bet you're ready to play the blame game. Well, where to start? Oh, wait, it's already been started. Over 400 years of hard labor, y'all must think we're retarded. History is repeating. When will it ever stop? From racism to pedophilia to trigger happy cops, and then I do this. You know, those same cops that always target blacks. We can't even step outside without looking over our backs. Next thing you know, you're cruising in the Cadillac DeVille. Then I do pull over, shot seven times. You swear that was Philando Castillo. So it's like I'm trying to work. I'm trying to like I'm saying I'm trying to work my theatrics a little bit and some of my poetry and whatnot. Maybe not all of my poems may require it, but at the same time, I'm really trying to like enhance that as part of my performance. Which would be good for you because you you touch a lot of stages. You perform a lot. You got performance pieces. But I do, I agree. I think natural is the best way to go in that sense. I think some people are just really good at rehearsing and getting it down packed, you know what I mean? But for me, like, and people that that are writers, I think it's just when you're performing, you can't write certain shit, you dig? Like, you just got to do it. (laughs) You can't really prepare or plan for it. Like, you just got to do it in that moment, whatever it feels right. And I think it's just how you grow is putting yourself in that moment a lot of times and watching yourself, studying yourself and rehearsing, you dig? Like, with everything you said, bro, is is on point. I think um, there's so many great poets that are out there that people are becoming more aware of. And I think this is the best thing that's for the culture because it's going to push everybody to go harder you dig it's gonna keep making all of us elevate because we all want to be at the top of our game we all want to be on the stage you feel Mm -hmm. me and it helps to get on the stage when you've already spent your time in the crowd 
So a lot of people season like is just being in the audience. I spend some years just being in the audience. I won't even perform. I'll just go support the poets. I feel like it's a give and take. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So how do you feel like you deal with being in the audience? Like, are you really trying to get on stage? Are you writing in your notepad? Like, what what do you do when you're watching other poets on stage? So, so pretty much whenever I'm not performing and I'm just like recording. Okay. So now, if I'm if my thing is if I know who's being featured, I'm going to support them either way, right? Mm-hmm. So even if I'm not performing, and even if it's like actually an open mic, of course there's been plenty of times I haven't been chosen, mm-hmm. but I'm just immersed into everybody's performances and shit. So just kind of, I'm still studying, okay. like mentally in a sense. Yeah. So I'm going to like you know figure out <clears throat> what can I do to you know incorporate that into my game a little bit, and. Shoot, like especially like um, I'm working on some new material right now. Uh-huh. I haven't like actually I really haven't written none, nothing in maybe a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like and what's crazy, I took my every time I go to Philly, I take my notebook and never write. It's it's weird. I don't know why. It is it, it's is mind blowing in a sense because you would think with all the inspiration, but it's just like again, I'm so in the moment at the yeah. time. So yeah, like for me to like go through and write and everything, especially if I have poems picked out, because you know a lot of this is gonna be new to them anyway, unless yeah. they already heard it. So, but still, even yeah. then, they're not hearing it every other month. You know what I mean? True. So I, it, I, is, it is all still. I I agree with you, and I think that's a fine line we all have to walk as artists. That you still have to have a life. You know what I mean? Your whole life can't be writing. And mm-hmm. I think this is one of the lessons for these newer poets that poetry is a lot more than just what you're writing. You got to also go listen to it. You got to be around it. Shit, you got to smoke a blunt or have some food with a poet. You know what I mean? Y'all got to yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. All of that changes who you are, how you approach it. You feel me? So when we in these spaces, I'm, I'm the same as you. I have nights where I just don't, I don't work. I don't try to dissect people's poems and look for little lines I can write. <laughs> I yeah. just listen. You feel me? I, I'm just there in the audience as a person who just came to hear poetry. And I think I have to do that because I know this is something that's going to be a part of my life. So I don't want to just do it one way and then get burnt out on it, you know, and then take this long break. It's hard to come back from. Like, I want to decide when I take a break. Like, or, you know, right now, and for me, I've been I write so much when I'm like working on a book. You know what I mean? So I've just been writing hella poetry. When I publish these two books, like I'm taking a break from writing. Like all together. <laughs> bro, you've been I'm going. taking a break. <laughs> and Bye. I just want because you, I wanna you. I wanna readjust my mind. I wanna experience new things like you were saying. I wanna watch new movies. I wanna eat new food. I wanna change my mind about things and then reflect and read my old shit because a lot of people skip that part like you have to read your old work because you mm-hmm. have to know where you were to know fucking where you're trying to go you know what i mean right. and how you gonna get there so for me it's i always review my old shit 
what I'm learning to do is not tweak my old shit. <laughs> it's just, right. you know, because we see through different lenses now, and you will, you're like, oh, shit, no, I would change this and say this differently. And just, I'm learning. I think that's what releasing the books has helped me do is like, that's that's the piece. Like, that's it. I'm not changing it. It's done. It is complete. There's nothing that needs to change. I'm going to take this inspiration, we'll call it, and I'm going to use this towards the next poem. You feel me? And that's that's difficult. That's that's why I'm taking another break too. I just want to do other shit for a while. <laughs> I've been writing crazy for like the last five years. It's gonna it's one of those experiences. Like just hearing so, like the like so, like the talent, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's just like you you of course you got Philly poets. You got poets from Jersey, poets from New York, poets from who knows. You can travel from North Carolina for all you care. Like, that's the reason why, like, I've been driven to, like, really get myself out there. Like, of course, I know there's other cities I got to go to. Yeah. Like, but Philly, primarily, the culture, the aspect is it's incredible, bro. Like, even even with the all the shows that I did this week, right? So, I did... Um, so like Monday, there's a spot at Flex Space called Open Vibe Philly. They do it like the first Mondays. Um, but shout out to Boogie Mandela, who's the host. Um, but yeah, they do like all creatives. M- pretty much majority of the people were doing music that night. I was like, I think they only know it. Okay. I got up there, bro. When I tell you, I was so damn high. I, f- I half asked. I my like people. doing shows with just musicians. <laughs> but I, I no, don't get me wrong. Like, like people were going really in to the lyrics. Yeah, people were going in and whatnot. I mean, like, but at the same time, them niggas was not caring. I was like, okay. I was like, that's my time. But at the same time, <laughs> I, w- I will say because I told them about the dip god. Yeah. Like I said, Billy has now got hooked on to the dip god. I'm just saying. Turn up. I, I, I does my shit though out there. So, but. They said the next time I guess I come to one of their shows, which, like I said, I have to plan it perfectly. So around that first Monday, then they said they were going to hook me up with a free vending spot. Mind you, the shit is eighty bucks. I was like, <clears throat> like I'll take that. Like I'll take that. <laughs> but so I mean, it's just like so much love that people's been showing. Like I said, just for me being me, I'm always going to be me. so. Yeah. And then, like, especially one of my other favorite poets, let me tell you, bro. Uh-huh. You hear her. Like, my thing is, she just started performing this year. And she's that lethal. I'm just like, hold up. Like, ma'am, I need receipts. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just started performing this year. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. But... But yeah, she, she, yeah, she, like, man. Sound natural. I don't know if you my favorite poem, though, which I was happy about, about the flower thing and whatnot. Like, you have, you have to go, you have to go through and look, look on the Voice of Power page. I just know it's posted. But shout outs to Lex, unapologetically, as she goes by. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I'm look for that video. I was about to say, like, the favorite, I was like, man, but just like how she's like, bruh just continues to get better and it's like man whoo the inspiration out here man yeah 
like, it's lit, bro. What I can do to, sh- to make my pen better. So, for what? So, because I want to, I, I want, I want to, <laughs> I want to know what happened. You posted something about uh, you bombed at a show, like the night you got there or something. Oh, that was the first. Oh, the open bar Philly. Yeah. So what happened? I mean, why do you consider it a bomb? Why did I consider? Well, because I let's see, drove seven and a half hours. I was high, and in a, in a sense, like I know, I like I already knew it was already on my tour. So I was bound to bless the stage anyway. It's just I probably should have just only stuck to the one poem. Like the first poem I did was the life poem. I did I did fine with that. It's just when I started doing Love Me Black Part Three, mm-hmm. I started forgetting, uh, and, I, and I and then just like I, I drew a blank. Didn't really want to get my phone out just to finish the shit, only because at the same time they really weren't in a sense paying attention. That's the reason why Tuesday. For the rest of the uh, show, on. I see what you're saying. Like, I was, I was, I was pretty much more concerned about Tuesday and the rest of the day. On, don't, don't get me wrong though. Like, it's still, it's still a vibe. Yeah, that still like, sound like a like, win, yo. Oh, like, it's still, still a vibe, then, like, and, it, and it's 420 friendly, so it's like I'm not gonna be mad at that. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's like, still a win. I mean, I wouldn't consider that a bomb with the, you know what I mean? Considering the circumstances, you had to drive almost bruh. eight hours. And then they thought I was cooking dip the same night. I was like, "You oh, got to That would have been a crazy fucking night, Bruh, I wasn't. It was not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me fucked up. And then, first off, I didn't get to the city until like six. The show started at seven. Damn. You, you expect me to cook? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I will need to be literally there the night before, which yeah. is funny enough, right? So <clears throat> the all woman open mic, right? Which uh-huh. My God, bro! When I tell you, like, some like, and this is just a whole dope concept, in my opinion. And like, this would be perfect for you know us because, like I said, we can't perform. So, <clears throat> shout out to the homie Jay Smooth, who started this event. It's called Women Wine and Words. Okay. And the, and the and the slogan is "Home to where the women spit and the men and everyone else sit." That means there's no male performance. It's all women. Open mic performers and features. That'd be hard. And, and then it's like, when you, if you buy a ticket, you also get a complimentary glass of wine. Okay. Like, why not? So, <clears throat> I was just gonna go there to support either way, like, because I've I've been wanting to, you know, see what this is like. And, but then I got called up to be a last minute vendor. I was like, okay. It's kind of funny though because I actually wanted to. Then either that show or Funky Verbs, because I had to vend that or Sunday show that I went to called DTO uh, Poetic Vibes. But so when I did the woman's show, I was like, yeah, they went crazy and supported, bro. I sold a couple books that night. Nice. Like really sold a couple books and pretty much like over half of my Buffalo chicken dip pans. It was it was dope. But they had a concept, right? Uh-huh. Yes. It was like before the show started, they had like a couple of writing prompts and they were going to pick two, I guess, random guests like in the audience to go and spit against the prompt. Tell me why I got chosen. Even though, but we're random guests though. It's Even though it's still an all-woman thing, but because I guess we're the random guests, I got called up to do 
one of the prompts, I was like, bruh, I had to really come up with a one-minute poem on the spot. I was like, now that's where my anxiety gets crazy, right? If I have to come up with something on the spot, bruh. <laughs> like, you tested me right now, but the prompt was, um, fuck, I, I think it was like, fuck you look like, or something like that. And I can't remember what the second one, but I think I can, I know I combined the two. But I had to go up against my bro, the poet bull, though, who's a legend at this too. Like, he went crazy. Hey, I do want to try to do some shit like that. That'd be fun. Like, it, but it was, no, it was definitely a lot of fun. Like, it's got, it got recorded and everything, but I was like, and it's on my phone somewhere. I wish I could read it, but I was like, bruh, mind you, they already had the two people picked out. I was the third one chosen. Like, mm. I was like, whatever. I'll play, I'll play along with it and shit, so. <laughs> That's funny as hell. So what was trip number four? So. Show number trip four. number uh, this is This is, that, the, the whole thing, I'm, I'm going through my whole tour, so this is trip number four. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, I can kind of go through the, I'll go, let me, let me go, I'll, I'll back up a little bit, so. I mean, I was, I'm in show number four. Did you go on four oh. shows on the trip? I went on like seven shows. Oh, at home. At home. All right. So what's show number four? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we went through yeah, four more to go. We had open vibe Philly. I skipped Tuesday, which was called a night of words. Um. So that was actually the second show. The woman show was third, and then funky versus fourth. But let me go back to the second. So a night of words was basically like an all poetry. Uh, like open mic thing, and they had it at the exact same building where Funky Verbs was. So basically, three three of my shows that that week were in the exact same building, oh. but just but, but in different suites. That's different what, suite, but, yeah. like they just have a different ton of suites and shit. I wish so. We had a venue like that here, man, that we could use. They got one on campus, <laughs> but we we yeah. need something like that. Yeah, like and bro, and like when you walk into like from the um, entrance it kind of reminds you it's almost like you're somewhat in, within a warehouse type ish because there's all that also that uh, big ass you know what you call the warehouse like doors that you can open up and shit so yeah, the <clears throat> then you go through the doors and then you just go up the elevator or if you're on the floor you know like I said there's different suite rooms so I guess you can rent out but uh, the spot I went to was on the third floor it's basically in the same um, spot where Funky Verse was on Thursday, which is going to be coming up. But I was excited because it's like I just wanted footage. So that night, and crazy enough, it almost never happened. Like, because the host came up to me and said, "Hey, you know, we had a good amount of people signed up, and then not those people not coming and shit." But I'm like, "Well, like, I I still want to perform, <laughs> like." I'm I'm trying to practice the struggle poem that I just memorized in my head. Like I want to make sure I because my thing is I was going to perform for Voices of Power, which is coming up. I'll talk about that. But I wanted I wanted to make sure I was prepared for that. So I we we still had the show. You know the people that were still there. It was still a vibe. You know I loved it. But he did say I guess, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen the next time I come there, whenever that is. I guess the next show, if I'm able to go and attend, that I'll be able to get in on him. So, oh nice. I was like, well, yep. Yeah. 
Just let me know. I'll try to keep up with dates, plan it out, and see if I can make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say about that. <clears throat> so, Let's do it. And Funky Verbs, I talked about already a little bit. That was the fourth show with the live band. Um, okay. Like a bunch of talented performers, like singers. Man, this singer from Jersey, bruh, who, who I shared the flyer with, who goes by Shay Davis. Man, crazy singers, crazy vocals, bro. Even the uh, even the other um, homie Don Juan, like both of them were just that talented at what they do. So, and then of course we had like other poets that went up on the open mic. First off, the one that had me weak, bro. This lady did a gangster ass fucking nursery rhyme. You know the whole about the Hickory Dickory Doc. Yeah. So he said, Hickory Dickory Doc, bitch, I will pull out that Glock. I said, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, Hold up. Of course, running back. I'm like, Wait a minute. <laughs> he said, Pull out the Glock. Wait, where are we going with this? <laughs> I was like, I was so lost. But yeah, that was one <laughs> Bro, it was so, it was super lit. I got it on my snap. Um, but it was crazy. That's funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. But yeah, everybody did great that night. Um, and and then next up, we went. To, I went to Jersey. That was show number five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now Jersey, Jersey was a lot of fun. I mean, Jersey being over the bridge of Philly. So, what I did was, um, I went to see my bro that I always see in Jersey anyway, because he's my plug out there. Uh-huh. Or that I go and kick it with. So I went to see him. Then I drove the trend, which is about 40 minutes from where he was at in Jersey. Got there on time. Um, it was in downtown Jersey, or dra- downtown Trenton, which is pretty dope. I was like, okay. Downtown, I see I see downtown Trenton out here. Got to the spot. Um, pretty dope vibes. Um, the host himself, fucking phenomenal fire poet, um, who grows up by Poetic Will. He's amazing. He's he's also been on Voice of Power too. I remember seeing like one of his clips and all that. He's nice. And then the host, who's also my dog, goes by the Hot Topic. But like, yeah, he he his wordplay is ridiculously crazy too. So I got there. Uh, mind you, I was one of the, uh, you know, I guess the spotlight open mic performers because there were supposed to have been three features, but one of them didn't make it. So it was just ended up being two. Um, so I did my poetically correct poem. They actually, they really fucked with that. Because nice. I, like, I look back at the highlights because uh, I was like, you see poetry? Yeah, that's my bitch. And I was like, that, that, that got him. I was like, yeah. Poetry is my bitch. We've been going back for long more than 15 years. That's how long I've been doing this shit. This whole point. <laughs> but yeah, they show me a, a lot of love out there. Um, and then the features, bro. Mm-hmm. Like one of the features actually caught my book too. Um, nice. He was going to buy it that night, but I guess <clears throat> he had to run out, so I shifted to him, which I'm hoping he got it. I'll, just, I'll definitely make sure to reach out to him and see if he got it. But um yeah. That's fine. Fucking phenomenal. 
And then the moment of truth, voices in power, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what? I don't know what else to say. <clears throat> so here's the here's the funny thing I said about this, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? All week long, or even all month long, rather. I was like, do you think I can go four for four? The four for four? I'd speak that Wendy's lingo. Do you think I'm going to get the faux for faux? And then throughout that week, I was like, let me find out I'll become the first poet to be on their stage. I was close. I was number two. <laughs> but the first male, because there were two women. Mind you, I went after my fucking favorite fire poet, Lex. I was like, I just looked at myself like, hmm. I have to go after that. Sweet baby Jesus. (laughs) Like, please save me, man. So I got up there. um, You know, did my spiel and whatnot and just started going into it. Because basically, if you get called up, you know, it's a raffle now. So as long as you get there uh, within the first, like, 30 minutes of doors opening, all you do is go to the host, fill out your name on the raffle, or the raffle ticket, put it in a jar. It's just a random draw. So you never know whether you're going to go or not. But overall, just for poets in general, even if you don't get chosen, the vibe is just unmatched. Like, there's a, they, do, they, they do karaoke in between intermissions, fucking other different games. Like, they have a game called, like, Popping the Question. Basically, there's two couples, and people are going to vote who, you know, had the best proposal. Mm. And if you're a poet, and and one of the poets was the feature, uh, Matt Capone. Mind you, I'm like, okay, like of course the poet's gonna spit, <laughs> like that's what he does and shit. So I'm like, but the other one was the other guy who repped Ohio from Cleveland, spoke a word mellow. He was the other one that got chosen with, and it was two other girls. And Mellow kind of went in. But then when he asked the question, the girl said no. I was like, but because it was based on crowd reaction of who did it the best, Melo still won, even though he got denied. Wow. I was like, that it was wild. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. But yeah, like they we just we just have they they just have so much fun, bro. Like it's it's fucking amazing. But I will say. You know, you get an opportunity to touch their stage, you need to show the fuck out. Mm. That's all I, I got to say. You know, they share their videos on YouTube. Um, you know, they also be posting, you know, the reels and everything of the performance or whatnot. So they actually reached out to me earlier. <clears throat> um, I think it might have been, it actually, it might have been earlier today, I think, or yesterday. But pretty much, you have, they're asking you for permission. If you want to be and whatnot, because not, of course, there's certain poets that they might not want 30, you know, or home shared, which I'm like, why not? I talked about the struggle and my, and like I said, I've, the the poem felt right that night. Um, because mind you, I've already done two nasty poems with them and then my life poem, which was from April. So I wanted to do the poem that's going to serve me as a reminder Mm. that. I was actually meant to be a poet, like really doing this shit with this passion that I love for. So it's like, 
And if people, you know, want, like once they post it too, because you know, I'm going to get shared essentially. Like I'm patient, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. and I got, and I already got a couple of the performance videos anyway that I posted to my personal YouTube. Um, so I'm trying to like start, you know, sharing content there more a little bit. I used to have a good amount of content in my early, like late teens, <laughs> but there were some embarrassing times. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? I might just create more content and share it there as well. But yeah. So win either way. It definitely is. <laughs> and then the final show, right? Uh-huh. Was called DTL uh, Poetic Vibes. Um, <clears throat> I just said shout out to the, the host Trish. <clears throat> it's actually Trish and the Pogo that they host and whatnot. So you know there are four four fire ass features. One of them being again my favorite poet Lex, and then of course my guy Cam Jones. You know I had a rocket shirt and everything. I don't know if you can see it, but hold on. It's right. It says smoke my stress away, but. Oh yeah, yeah. So it pretty much has a stress away pair and whatnot. He might as well just make me a brand ambassador. I'm gonna tell him that too. <laughs> <laughs> like I already got like damn near half like the the, the side. It's just it's a dope concept to me. Like you got to pay my stress away, eat her stress away, eat my stress away, suck my stress away, like or pray my stress away, laugh like so many different ones. And then he has like black owned versus everybody. So I've worn that whenever I'm a vendor. Like it's black owned versus everybody. Fuck you mean. <laughs> so but yeah, and then um this other chick who goes by uh Maddie and then this dude Chaos who's from Maryland. Um but like all of course all four of them shut it down. Of course the dip god was the main reason why, you know, I had to make sure to vent and also talk my shit. So I did part two to infatuate desires. That's the one I performed. And I slipped in ain't that a bitch a little bit because apparently we only had like either five minutes or one to two poems. I kind of figured I was going to go a little bit over, but I tried to speed through it. And kid you not, <laughs> Ken Jones ended up recording me in one of the, like the ain't that a bitch. Mm-hmm. Where I about, go ahead. You deserve to be a toxic core. He started laughing <laughs> like right after I was like, oh, I, I, I had no idea too. I'm just reposting it, like shouting you out for recording me. I'm like, this nigga just laughed. <laughs> I was like, what? And then, um, oh, mind you, here's here's the crazy thing, right? So what I what, what I've noticed between Philly and here when it comes to me bending, Philly, like you know, I make sample bands, right? So. Mm-hmm. I, I do that so for people to try to buy. Philly doesn't give a fuck. They said buy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> buy straight up. Okay. Like literally all the people that like I've seen perform out at all these shows and that they see me and all that, like just literally straight up said, Oh, how much is it? Buy up. I was like, you don't want to see, you don't want to try it? Nope, buy. I'm like, okay. Who's to say no, right? <laughs> like, nice. who's to say no to that? I'm like, I'm not gonna say no to that. But at the same time, I'm not taking none of these samples home. I'm making that known every time I do this. So, but yeah, it's just like the tremendous support, man. That's love. 
it's fucking phenomenal. And then fuck, and then of course this food can jump, man. This is why this is why he's fucking hilarious like this. So I did my review. Like I'm starting to record people now of what they think about my dip. Because <clears throat> my uh, bro Yogi John gave me that idea. Like I don't know why I haven't been recording since I've been starting my business anyway, but I'm starting to do it more. That's so cool. I recorded I recorded them on Snap. <clears throat> you know, got Lex to tell me what you thought about the pole go. Then I then I told Ken, I was like, what you think about it? He gonna talk about <laughs> my Philly cheesesteak dip is not a Philly cheesesteak dip. <laughs> he was like, This is like an Ohio steak dip. I was like, I'm like, sir, I went to a grocery store in Philly though. <laughs> so and technically is a Philly cheesesteak for real though. Right. So we not in Ohio. Keep that in mind. You know, he already he, of course he fucks with the buffalo chicken. I already know that. Like I got that review from the uh, Laugh to Pain Away show, but he was trying to talk shit about the Philly Chiefs. I'm like, where? <laughs> Go somewhere. And then on top of that, you gonna call you gonna call Pisces liars. And I'm like, first off, bro, Leos are not, Leos are not that great. <laughs> I was say, Leos are not that great, bro. Don't don't try me. <laughs> so, good, bro. But yeah, it, but yeah, of course, right. overall, they fuck with it. So I'm just honored. Yeah, everybody, everybody fucks with it, though. And that's good, man. That's something we need to see as business owners, entrepreneurs, hustlers, you know, brand, whatever, ambassadors, whatever you are. You need to see that love from other cities. It gives you more confidence and appreciation about your brand, but it, I think it gives you an honest scope of your brand, too. You know what I mean? You can't always just take one group of people's opinion. You got to get everybody's opinion. Oh. Because then, too, I think that'll let you know what you need to tweak in your business. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, I man, I love cities like that because it shows everybody can win and everybody can support everybody. So, I think right. we just need to keep bringing that type of love back to the city, which we got a good, you know, infrastructure in the city. It's getting better. But right. we need to support each other a lot more on a local level. I think we can take a lot of um, tips from these bigger cities. Because Columbus is getting big. It's getting bigger. Yeah, it is. And there's, oh. more people, and there's more people coming out as artists and poets. So it, it's only right for us all to work with each other. It's like all of us, you know, all of us can do something big. And, wait. and, that, and that's like, and I get it. You know, everybody's been including my Philly posts that I've met within these past four months been asking me, when am I going to move? I'm like, you're covering my first three months of rent. I'm not fucking playing. I know how expensive it is to live out there, yeah. especially for a one-bedroom. I know, in a nice neighborhood, mind you, not the hood. Like, in a really nice, like, apartment-type complex, it's, it's, it's expensive. Like, <laughs> but... I will say this though, my bro, um, like I said, my um, you know, my plug and whatnot, he actually brought up the idea, um, the one I go to to get, you know, my shit from. <laughs> he brought up the idea of possibly moving to Jersey, which I'm like, I'm not opposed to that. I'm like, I'm right by Philly. It's like I said, it's over the bridge. Right. Like I'll still be right by it, but <clears throat> I guess like he said was possibly looking for a roommate and whatnot. So it's like 
I know me personally, it'll really help me so much more in my development, I think. Mm. And mind you, I can, I can go now to the DMV area, fucking New York. Hell yeah. Like, like there'll be options, though, to travel to for different shows. And but it's like, do I really want to start over? <laughs> like, like I said, it's it's still weighing heavy, but like I'm not gonna, you know, discount it. I was talking about maybe two to three years, but mm-hmm. anything could happen in that time frame. So absolutely. So my thing is, I tell and I like to say, I tell them, I'm like, I don't have a problem traveling because they they even tell me like it feels like every other month you come in here. I'm like, yep. Pretty much. <laughs> but I'm driven by this shit. Like when I told people when I get back to driving and getting a car, I was not playing with y'all. Which by the way, I'm gonna there's a couple things I want to talk about. So first off, we're gonna talk about my book. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wrap up on those these two. Actuated desires. Um so it's available on Amazon people. Um I got physical copies too, if you want it signed. $15. Only $15? Listen. That's so reasonable. And mind you, bro, do you understand? Like, and, and I think it's in different cities, too. I want to say I heard it in Jersey and in Philly. I think it's different. So in Philly, they don't do the that's so reasonable part. It's just only $15. And then I, it was either Jersey or somewhere else that did the same thing. They said, like, I think only $15, like, you would be something, like, foolish or something like that not to buy. It was something crazy. I was like, hold up. People, people, people just be saying shit, like, all the way extra. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> like, it, it, got it, like, everybody really got their shit, though. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> I'm because everybody, even though they only just say the only $15 of Philly, I'm still shouting, that's so reasonable. Yeah. Even if they don't hear me, <laughs> so. Yeah. But um, but I will say this though, which is what I'm going to bring up too, and I'll share this with everybody. Mm-hmm. So there is a poets retreat, right? And this is where I'm going to share with all poets that are serious about doing this shit because I'm I'm clearly doing this because, like I said, nobody's matching me. At least how I see it, nobody's matching my passion right now. Mm-hmm. In my drive. So <clears throat> there is a poets retreat that'll be at the end of September. It's from September 27th to October, I think it's third. But it's in Houston. Um so I discovered this um event <clears throat> via Instagram. So this page that I follow is called Deja Vu Spoke a Word Open Mic. Which they do an open mic every uh, Thursday online. Like if everyone, yeah, I'll, I'll send you. The, I'll send you all that info, and I'll send you the flyer too. But the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, like I said, it's a week long retreat, and they have they do a bunch of different stuff. So they go to different open mic shows. Um, then they they have like a creative workshop. Um, that they do and like I think they go to like different bars and nightclubs and whatnot but pretty much like it's a whole week long um, full of fun 
that's just how I look at it. But you can either get general mission like by the day, or you can pay for the week long pass, which they got general mission versus VIP. If you do the VIP, you get like all the perks that come with it. So, and what those include is so, like, for the open mics they go to, so the host is this dude, Mr. Reality, who goes by the voice, Mr. Reality. Mm -hmm. So, he's a part of this group called the Deadly Pins Collective. So, it's like a basically some of the best of the best of the best poets, like, under that whole collective. And he put like pretty and, and mind you, I know three of them that are in Philly that I've met that I've all heard speak, and they are they are they're the reason why they're deadly pin for a fucking reason. Like I believe that shit. So um, he's pretty much like the kind of the curator of the whole like event and whatnot. But again, there's like different shows that you go to, and of course you get to hit those stages. So if you get the VIP pass, which is $400, it's pretty steep. But it's worth it. If you really want to invest yourself into that, you know, or you can uh, do it by the day, which they're like, I think, I want to say General Mission is like 25, but I think VIP is like 75 by the day. But <clears throat> I invested in the week pass because, again, you also get like a writing workshop out of that. I think that's going to be helpful for me. That's going to be huge. To really, to really, you know, step, really enhance my fucking, you know, pen and whatnot. However, if you get dubbed a deadly pen by Mr. Reality, like based off, you know, obviously he's going he to see you perform. And like every event you go to, like instead of signing your name on your open mic by yourself, you're going to be under the collective. So if you buy the VIP, you won't have to worry about signing up because you're under that collective, even if you're not a deadly bin. But if he sees fit, you know, after your performances and shit, like you really do this shit, and he actually gives you a pin, mm -hmm. mind you, you get your own personalized engraved pin with your stage name. Like, y'all can't tell me shit. <laughs> if I get my own fucking pen with my stage name on it, you can't tell me shit. Prices are going all the way up. God damn it. I say shit. Like, you could not tell me nothing, though. So, like, I feel like that's going to be a week work um, exploring and whatnot. And mind you, I haven't flown <laughs> since before the pandemic. So, oh, yeah. This is about to be fun. <laughs> I'll stick to the ground for a while. Bruh, I wanted to drive so bad and take like 16, 18 hour drive, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah, that's it. I'm not about to do that. That drive is real. It's it it would have been, been nice, but nah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take the risk, even though from what I heard, I guess it's gotten, I mean, we'll see, depending yeah. on how, how it goes. I think I think it is going to be a good opportunity, especially just to, um, you know, rub elbows with people who walk in the walk, you know, the path we taking. Things exactly. we're trying to do, they've done it already. That's the best people to talk to. I feel like in any field, no matter what you do, you got to speak to the people who do this at a high level. Yeah, you just gonna soak up game. 
You know what I mean? But yeah, that, that sounds dope. That sounds like a good opportunity. I, I think as those things are popping up, it's the perfect time to get a part of them, especially while they're, they're beginning. Right. You know, these ideas can take off. <laughs> and yeah. you have your name attached to, you know, that progress. Listen, and that's and that's literally what I've what I've been trying to do. Like I said, every stage I'm going to touch, I have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Regardless, regardless if I don't need if I don't need validation, I know I know I'm great. Mm-hmm. But I'm still gonna have to prove it to somebody's stage and let right. them see and have have them, you know, be the judge or whatnot. But you know, there's always gonna be something that I can step up. With my game and everything, and I think with the retreat, mind you, one of the open minds that they're doing is right about now. The minute I saw that name, bro, I was like, "Shut up and take my fucking money." You think I'm? That's like being on Voice of Power. I mean, I, it may not be as big, but like for an open mic in Houston, I know about them because I follow them and I share their videos. I'm like, "Yep, they're huge." <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, I'm on that stage." Yeah, I'm at home. I'm doing that night, but I'm on that stage. <laughs> I love the whole atmosphere and the ambiance. Look like they're the Yes, that's one of the hardest shows I've ever seen. Poetry. Yes, yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm fortunate to touch voices and power. Like that's always gonna be love. Like everybody there shows bad love, but right about now. Yeah, like I gotta, like I gotta have the perfect poem for that night. It's even a hard ass name. <laughs> like right about now, poetry. Like yeah, that whole show is lit. And some of the and some of the Philly poets has been out there. Like well, at least some of the poets I've seen perform in person. Like the poet bull, he's been out there. Fucking uh, Macbone was out there recent, I think. Like, like all these different. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Put my name on there. I don't care. I'm paying for it. I got my flight booked. We done. The only thing I, the only thing I need is my Airbnb. So the four poets who are getting out there and traveling and experiences for the first time. These type of shows we talking about, them gonna be the ones you're glad you went to, or they're gonna be the ones that's hard not to regret not going to. You dig like. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just take that leap. Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you dig? And I go and I'm like, what's the best that can happen? You dig? And when you get there, it's all type of shit. Shit you couldn't have planned for. True. I'm, I'm, yeah, you have to travel with this. You got to see, because right. everybody got different lingo. And it'll help you with your cadence. You know what I mean? But also, mm-hmm. I think it'll add different style and different flavor. Because that's the point of all this. We helping each other become stronger writers. As much as we're trying to put out, you know, great shit. Because if we all get good, we all gonna be putting out great shit. Right. That'll make the shows that much better. You know what I mean? That'll make our connections that much better. So we all win in the end, you dig? And that's the plan. You feel me? So what what do you want to leave the people with, my guy? <clears throat> so man, one thing I do want to leave out with. Um, so. Buy my book, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But nah, I appreciate y'all. But um, one thing I will leave out with is uh, like, like I said, for people like me yeah. that didn't really know what to do or 
how to really go about things when it comes to this poetry shit. See, just continue to be you. Like, you know, obviously observe, listen, you know, seek guidance and whatnot uh, where need be and just continue to elevate your game. You know, and crazy enough, you know, I guess I'm having also some OGs watching me too. Which is like, and funny enough is like, I know exactly who it is, but it's like, okay, you're really actually watching me, watching me. Am I like, because I guess I'm I'm born to I'm born I'm born to do this shit basically. Yeah. So I'm basically built and made to do this poetry shit. Like I said, for starters, I'm built for the shit. Oh, you, huh? Stop being a hating ass nigga always throwing a bitch fit. I'm just saying. But yeah, like you just got to continue to you know push push hard for yourself. Um, you know this is pretty much I've learned that. Over time, as I'm starting to grow and get better and better, and and just seeing the reactions of people, it's like okay, it's still the same reactions that's been since like 2007. Mm-hmm. Like they really, really fuck with your shit. Like you might want to like say you you're you're the shit basically. And there was like um oh there was a post. I shared on Instagram the other day. I wish I could remember it. But basically it says something along the lines of like stop ignoring like the talents or whatever that you have. Like the proof is there. Like mm-hmm. the people see it. You're seeing it. Like stop denying that. The proof is already there. Like you know you're that good. Mm-hmm. Like you know you were meant to do this shit. So you got you got the evidence that you need. So obviously, with me doing these shows, um, traveling, having other poets, you know, take notice, which I will manifest one day. I will become a feature mm-hmm. for Voice of Power. I don't know when though, but at the same time, I'm just going to continue to elevate my game. You know, when that mm-hmm. time comes, it will come. However, I will say I am going to bend there too. So. I did make that as one of my goals. So, but yeah, that's one thing I definitely want to leave out with everybody, but just like continue to push yourself um, as much as I've been doing. And I just want to see everybody win. Like there's no reason for hatred for what? Man, I agree. 100%. Yeah. So tell them again where they can find your book. All right. So I'm going to pull it right back out, but you can find my book, Infatuated Desires. It is available on Amazon for $15, $14.99 to be exact. Um, you can also get the Kindle version if you want it on your Kindle. Um, you can also buy a physical copy for me if you're in the local area of Columbus, Ohio. I have copies. If you want it signed, um, you know, DM me. I'm everywhere on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. <clears throat> you know where to reach me. Um, and I'll get it signed for you. Or I could even sign in and mail it to you. You know, I got people <clears throat> that, you know, live elsewhere in other states that want a copy of my book too. So I should. willing to do that as well. But just know, 
Your boy's working though. Yes, sir. Like I said, got the foe for foe. And I'm telling you, like, when I tell you, and especially voice from voice of power, like for real, have been changing lives of poets though. So like don't be surprised when my video gets shared and I'm gonna tag motherfuckers, because that's what I do. Don't be mad if you see me elsewhere getting booked out of state on on some other crazy shit and whatnot. So like I said, I already got at least one or two that want me booked in Jersey. So like anything is possible. That's a fact. You just gotta believe. So Yeah. Man, I just wanna congratulate you one more time, man. I'm definitely super proud of you, bro. And uh keep striving. Appreciate you, man. So you gonna be serving up next Thursday speech therapy. Oh yeah, speech therapy. So listen, people, Thursday, June twenty second, the dip god is gonna be back. Y'all not ready for that whatsoever. I'm gonna need y'all to come out. My guy here, Good Life Russ, will be your feature and your host. And keep in mind, they say, from what I understand, they say it's supposedly 420 friendly. I'm just saying, you can't be mad at that. And come get this dip. Like, we about to have some fire dip, about to have some fire poetry. Like, you can't be mad at that. You ain't gonna know what hit them, man. It's, it's going, and I'm gonna do the feature a whole new type of way, whole new type of format. And see what people think. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a vibe. Oh, it, it sure is. It's, it's gonna be a vibe either way. So like, I'm I'm excited for it. And uh, oh, another. I gotta let me plug in the rest of my shows before we get out of here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so June 18th, um, which is tomorrow for Father's Day, uh, Queen of Street Poet has a show called The Revival Open My Experience. Featuring Jacob and also Sons of April, who will be singing. Um, definitely, you know, come out. I'll be there performing. I thought about doing dip, but I'm not going to do that. I apologize. We, we you're going to have to come to speech therapy for that. So I'm sorry, but come out, support the poets. Um, like I said, it's open to all creatives. You can even sign up if you want, you know, dance rap, sing, whatever. So it's going to be a great time. Um, then we got June 20th. My guy, our guy, be the poet. That's right. We'll be having a new open mic that is every other Tuesday, from what I understand, starting June 20th. Um, it's called The Wolf on Mock Road at the Healing Nest with DJ Teeth. You know, spinning tunes and shit. It's about to be a great vibe for that. And then we got, you know, speech therapy, June 22nd. You already know the vibes on that. June 23rd, my guy, bear with the pen, I'd say that. About to be even more nuts. Also, also that same night, though, don't get me wrong, because I was close to getting the ticket, but we're going to shout out Miss Camille. So dope. Y'all need to go check that out as well at Wild Goose. So. Okay. Can't make say that. Go to Wild Goose Creative. Like we we supporting everybody that night. I don't care. That's how we do it. And then um, 
June 28th, I'll be in Cleveland for Temple of Passions. Uh, they have a show called it's called Mike and Sip, which is like uh, I think it's like a twenty diff or a list of twenty different like poets, MC, singers. Should be a vibe. It's definitely gonna be a vibe. If you're interested, um, you know, tickets are still available. But I ended up taking the last performer ticket, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, never performed for them before, so I'm gonna talk my shit. And then, yeah, and then July 1st, um, a big one called The Color of Summer. Man, when I tell you, like, I don't even know how, (laughs) but it happened. But the fact that I get to share a stage, not only with my dog Cody, who's been doing this shit for a minute. Mm-hmm. But I also get to share a stage with an Emmy-winning poet. Like how? How in JG? Like how? How it, it's crazy, right? Like I want y'all to come out for that as well. Like yeah, that's you know, at, at the Columbus Museum of Art, you got to dress to impress, pretty much. You know, I think the theme is like summer colors. I'm going to be dressing nice. I don't know what my outfit is yet, but. And I could wear like maybe a nice dress polo, and maybe some dress pants. I'm trying to keep it as simplistic. I'm not wearing a suit. It's too hot for that. <laughs> it's too damn hot for that. But um, yeah, come out for that. It's from seven to midnight. Um, not only just poetry. There's comedy. There's a fashion show. There's a silent auction. Yes, tickets are pretty expensive. But if you want them discounted, tap in with me. I'm just saying. Because I'm one of, the, one, of the, one of the features. That's all I'm saying. But it's going to be a great time. So, um, And then also, I'm going to promote this as well, even though it's not my event. Mm-hmm. But ever since I've been going to these painting sips, shout out to my guy, George Lee. Like, I'm going to need y'all to go and support my guy. It's called Paint, Poetry, and Potions. Like, it's painting sip. And it's and and he and the fact that he does different things, like of like music music eras. Come on now, like hip hop. Biggie and Tupac is coming in July. Well, you know, as the thing, mm-hmm. you pretty much you come there, get your drinks. You got a Biggie and Pop inspired canvas. Get your paints. Enjoy some good food. DJ's basically spinning nothing but Biggie and Pop tunes all night. That's not like a vibe. Come on now. And then it's and then it's poetry and intermission. Like mm. I get it though. Like I'm late literally, literally I, and I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. Majority of the events I go to, I'm either the only guy there that's painting. And it's just nothing but women, which I love it. Don't get me wrong with that. Like, it's cool. Or they might have maybe one or two couples. Mm. I'm like, yeah, we need we 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 come on now. Come on now. I did Joe Scott. I did Prince. Like, I literally got like six canvases since last December. Like, that's how much I've been having fun. And, and, and on top of that, like, it's another way of relieving stress in a sense because it's like, okay. Like, I just want to get in my creative bag now. I just want to paint. Just vibe. I'm already high anyway. I'm like, just painting and shit. So, enjoying the good food. But yeah. Definitely, um, you know, I would love for y'all to, you know, come out to these events. Um, 
like I said, July, I think it's July. What day? It's on a Saturday. I'm trying to remember. I believe it's July 15th is Biggie and Pac. And August is Nas and Jay-Z. Like, again, hip-hop heads. <laughs> They're going to fuck with it, that. It, it's literally hip-hop heads. I get it, though. It may not be your forte, but come on. Hey, pun. But come on now. Like, it's so much fun. And on top of that, get some other poets other than me, because I don't mind spending a few bars in intermission. Gotta Come on now. Got to come together, people. And then September is like basically celebrating the 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Like, yeah. Y'all know, I don't know what y'all, y'all missing a lot, people. I'm just gonna, <laughs> do, I'm doing my best to help my guy out, but. We've been outside. I'm y'all like, like I'm outside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that's, that's pretty much all I got, I think. So right. I had to put that out there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Like we said, always spreading the love. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure, man. As always, we done wrapped up another one. We're gonna have a million episodes when it's all said and done. But we keep bringing on that heat, bro, and keep doing what you're doing out here. This is really needed. You know what I mean? This is definitely, I feel like you and your lane. Absolutely appreciate it. So, man, sure. always. I'm continuing. Right, thanks for tapping in. Thank, thanks for fucking with us as always. And I'm going to be hitting you up very soon, bro. Absolutely. All right. Like I said, we got to get a group of us to really show the fuck out. I'm just saying. I agree, man. That's that's the next step. Philly Philly has been asking for more Ohio poets. They got one. Much like I said, shout out to my guy Mello from Cleveland. But they need to stop sleeping on Ohio poets right now. And we're going to show them. We're going to show them how great we are. So, <laughs> but yeah. It's on. I swear, bro. It's on. All right. All yes, right, sir. Y'all. We out. Thank you. Yes, sir.